Welcome back to another episode of the Behind the Counter Show. Today we are in Lynnhurst, New Jersey with Dr. Jag Desai, and we are with Core Medical and Wellness. Dr. Desai has offices here in Lynnhurst, in Clifton, and in Aberdeen, New Jersey. And Dr. Desai specializes in pain, regenerative, and sports medicine. So thank you, doctor, so much for joining us here today. And of course, we're with James from HP Pharmacy and Gasper's Best, along with me. I'm Vince. James is one of our pharmacists. And today we're talking about something that I'm interested to learn more about, the nutrient IV therapy, which is something that I'm a little bit unfamiliar with until we started talking about it. So I'm looking forward to kind of learning more about what's going on. So Dr. Desai, what exactly is nutrient IV therapy? So uh, IV obviously stands for intravenous infusion, um, and nutrients are basically your uh, elements of um, zinc, potassium, magnesium, vitamin C, your B complex vitamins, uh, your B12s. So it's a way of um, optimizing your body with um, vitamins and minerals that help uh, support uh, various functions throughout the body. Um, in particular, the immune system um, is an important system that needs uh, optimal optimization for it to perform at its best. Sure. So what then would be the advantages to doing uh, the IV therapy as opposed to just regular oral supplementation? So the advantage and, and, and more importantly, how they can work together, um, because there are times when your body has difficulty absorbing uh, from your GI system, whether it be from inflammation or uh, a stomach virus or a stomach bug of any form, uh, absorption is not uh, as optimal as we'd like it to be. And when that happens, you start to become deficient in your micronutrients. And it's a cascading effect because then your cellular function starts to uh, slow down and eventually deteriorate and it builds on top of each other and these symptoms start to develop. So that idea of IV uh, nutritional supplementation is to bypass your GI system during those times when it's not working as optimal as possible um, and replenish your um, tissue and cellular uh, micronutrients uh, to get it back working as optimal as possible. Sure. And when that happens, your GI system usually is able to get back to its optimal function and then you can resume uh, a supplementation program. So I like to think of it as uh, you have your oral supplements and you take them on a regular basis, but every now and then when something uh, comes off balance, you can then take an IV supplement to uh, get yourself back into uh, a regular balanced level uh, uh, of function. Sure. I think that's a really interesting point too. Even from coaching nutrition or you know at the pharmacy, we see people who are taking proton pump inhibitors all the time, refilling or getting it over the counter. And a lot of people don't realize how, I mean, it makes sense if you think about it logically, right? Like if your stomach is you know not functioning optimally, you're not absorbing things well, Obviously, that's going to impact the rest of your body and your health and, you know, your immune system, but everything. And, you know, the way people eat these days or take medication like that, I don't think people realize how much that actually plays a factor in how doing something extra like this can actually make an impact in that sense. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, I mean, you said it exactly uh, correctly. What we eat, um, you know, so much of it is processed and, and that plays a role in your um, digestive system's ability to absorb uh, antibiotics and other medications like the uh, PPIs play a big role in the abilities, uh, body's ability to absorb. You know, patients who have had bariatric surgery and some of the gastric bypass procedures and sleeves, they have absorption issues. So a lot of those um, 
patients uh, develop uh, micronutrient deficiencies. And so all of these things play a role in um, the need for uh, periodic IV optimization. Sure. And optimization too. So just to clarify on that, what, what's the difference between optimization and then just regular supplementation? Is that just a level above or is that different? Because I see you know, on products you see, oh, this is the, the minimum daily value or percent daily value. What's the difference between that kind of stuff? So exactly. So the minimum daily uh, recommended dose is there to provide you the minimum amount that's required uh, for at least some degree of normal function. But that's a big difference from optimal function, right? So for example, you'll always see a range on some of your uh, um, nutrient labels. And it's because the body does not always maintain an exact number. It, it fluctuates. Um, it, depending upon what you're doing lifestyle-wise and the activities that you're doing, you know, are you exercising um, a little bit or a lot? Are you training for a major athletic event? Or are you fighting off an infection? Are you recovering from an injury? All these things will play a role in determining how much of a nutrient you need. And that will then determine how much you need to consume, whether it be orally through your digestive system, or if there's an issue, or if you need to boost it for a certain period of time, you know, taking the intravenous. Sure. Yeah, so I mean, so many people definitely um, see it on, actually on social media. Like a lot of uh, celebrities showing up, the fact that they're getting their IV therapy of nutrient vitamins and things like that. And sometimes it's, it's definitely, as Dr. mentioned, it's definitely anyone in our general population can utilize some of these um, vitamins, not just through orally, but obviously through IV. Um, so generally, what is the process? If I feel one day, oh, I need to, I, maybe I can get some help from getting an IV supplementation, um, what is the general process? Is there any requirement that's involved? Do we have to check labs and things like that? How does it generally work? Yeah, no, good question. So I think step one, obviously, would be to consult like a healthcare provider because they will run through your uh, medical history and see you know, what's going on, what the symptoms are, and why do you think you may benefit from having nutritional therapy. Based upon that information, then they can determine which nutrients you would need. Not everybody needs every nutrient, um, and also what dose you need. And based upon some of that initial information, perhaps there will be a need for doing some lab testing. See what your micronutrient levels come back at. See what enzymes are functioning normally in your body and what could be optimized. And based upon that, they can help create a sort of a cocktail as to what type of infusion you should get periodically. And again, I think it's important to note there are various protocols out there for infusions. Uh, I personally feel like there's uh, a role for IV infusions that you do periodically, but not every day. You know, that's what your oral supplements are for. Um, but in combination, if you do it periodically, say every four to six months, it will help replenish what's been depleted, help optimize what you currently have, and help make your oral supplementation program a little bit more effective. I mean, also, I mean, that's great and all, I mean, but you know, a couple questions that some people ask is, how do I know if I really need one? Like, what are some possible side, you know, yeah. symptoms that you may be experiencing, not just general fatigue or, you know, as you mentioned, a bunch of different medications, like, who would you really recommend it to? Like, who would you say, oh, if you have this type of symptoms, maybe definitely give us a call or inquire about IV uh, nutrient therapy? So, I think 
the symptoms, for example, vary so much from person to person because it all depends on what they're feeling and how they describe it outwardly. Yes, fatigue is one. Energy levels <coughs> is you know, obviously another term that's used frequently. Um, skin changes. Are they noticing um, changes in their uh, elasticity? Are they noticing changes in their hair texture? Um, are, you know, are they having more chapped skin? Are their nails not um, looking the way that they think they should normally look? These are some superficial signs that um, patients can sometimes use as a way to detect, okay, maybe something is off. Um, weight changes, um, temperature changes. And some of these things can all kind of help give you clues and insights as to what's happening. Um, if you feel jittery, if you even feel your pulse every now and then, you feel like something is off. Some of these things can play a role in determining not only IV therapy, but anything medically going on as well that needs to be investigated. Sure. Or maybe just after the holidays, a little You know, another question we get a lot at the pharmacy too, dealing with oral supplementation specifically, is am I just paying for expensive pee? Which sometimes with water-soluble vitamins might be the case in some ways, right? But is there a difference in absorption? Like obviously we talked about avoiding, you know, possible challenges with the gut. How else, is there any other benefit intravenously for certain nutrients, for example, that may be better absorbed in that way? Yeah, that's a good question. I get that a lot too. Am I just, you know, taking it and then going to pee it out and am I paying for expensive pee? <laughs> um, and I always like to kind of say, well, no matter what, whether it's vitamins, nutrients, um, sugar, uh, alcohol, whatever you consume, part of it's going to be peed out. So would you rather pee out, you know, your body will take what it needs and op, you know, for optimal performance and it'll store some as much as possible as well. And then once that's done, yes, it will be excreted. But would you rather be peeing or urinating out vitamins or infection? Would you rather be peeing out nutrients and supplements or um, toxins? And I think that's one way to uh, present it because you're going to be peeing something out. What would you rather pee out? Sure. And your body will excrete what is excessive, what it doesn't need anymore after it's optimal. They will, I guarantee you, it'll hold on to as much as um, the good stuff as possible. And that's what you want to do. You want to saturate your body with the good stuff and get rid of the toxins and infectious uh, markers as much as possible. Sure. So what about, speaking of the good stuff, that kind of prompted me to think, what about in terms of quality? You know, like when, you know, we do this with our supplements and that kind of stuff too, you want to make sure what you're putting in your body is, you know, what you're putting in your body and maybe there's not extra stuff in there or actually what's on the label isn't there. So I'm assuming there's similar kind of quality control protocols for the IV therapy and where yeah, that's the source, especially if it's going directly into exactly. your... Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely want to go to a reputable place um, and use reputable products because uh, the dangers of, you know, not using high quality products or, or you know, not going to an experienced uh, provider uh, can be significant. You, know, you, you don't want to run into infections. Uh, you know, that's one of the reasons you're taking it to prevent infection. Sure. Yeah. So you don't want to develop an infection, or you don't want to develop um, um, what we call you know hemolysis or any of these other potential side effects. So you, you do want to use a safe protocol and go to reputable places and use safe. So products. not your back alley nutrient dealer or anything. Correct. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. and we say it all the time. You know, definitely comes to a pharmacy sometimes when you try to get an oral supplementation of vitamins. 
you know, not just some alley in the mall sometimes. There's so many out there. <laughs> so many. It's yeah. so many out there, yeah. No, it's really true. So, obviously, with uh, COVID-19 and everything going on, you know, immune support as a whole has been a, a huge thing this year. Sure. Are there any indications or things you would recommend in terms of supplementation and IV specifically for, you know, COVID-19 or just, uh, you know, immune support in general? Yeah, I think, you know, the general approach, to the advice I give to uh, my patients and, you know, that I personally took myself is, you know, you keep your uh, immune system and, and overall body as optimal as possible because mm-hmm. that's you know, your number one defense is to, you know, prevent something from even getting started in your body. Um, so I personally, for example, you know, I take my infusions periodically and I take my supplements on a daily, regular basis. Um, but, you know, during 2020's, you know, peak um, season of, of the virus and the flu itself, um, you know, I did optimize my body with additional IV infusions, um, of vitamins and minerals to, you know, to keep the immune system at peak performance. And, um, I was fortunate enough to not have any symptoms throughout the year, um, even though I was you know, covering in hospitals and, sure. and um, healthcare facilities where COVID was present. So sure, oh, that's great. What so what you mentioned the protocol there? What then would be the specific protocol that you would recommend for this or this plus oral supplementation or what? Because obviously for most oral stuff you take daily, right? I'm assuming you wouldn't do the IV thing daily, or Correct, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the, you know the protocol varies based upon. Like, exactly what, you know, your goals are. Um, most, you know, common is, you know, obviously the immune system and overall um, function of uh, cellular metabolism. So those, you know, cocktails usually include uh, your, your uh, vitamin C's, your zinc, your magnesiums, your antioxidants like glutathione, um, and then your B-complex vitamins uh, and B12s you can do as well. And that's your basic, you know, uh, infusion. Um, sometimes I have athletic patients or patients that are training for a specific sporting event or something or have a soft tissue injury, whether it be a ligament, a meniscus, a tendon, um, who are recovering and rehabbing from those types of injuries. And then those uh, patients of mine will infuse uh, amino acids, branched-chain amino acids, um, to supplement their regular protein protocol um, uh, to help them in, in the recovery process. Sure. I didn't realize you could do, I guess that makes sense, intravenously that too. Obviously, you know, BCAAs are a huge workout, exercise kind of supplement in general too. That's interesting. Um, what about specifically, again, back to the immune stuff, are there specific ones? Like we've seen, you know, glutathione you mentioned earlier. Yeah, we definitely. D, like we've seen things on PubMed or in the news. Yeah, right? there was, uh, when, when, when COVID emerged, uh, we got a lot of questions about glutathione, quercetin. Melatonin is an immunomodulating effect. Um, obviously, vitamin D and zinc. We get so many questions that are on probably on a daily basis. Um, with supplementation of through the IV, you know, certainly can absolutely help you. You know, hopefully um, to protect you from all these. Um, would you that would you is as you told us before? Generally, um, it's every not obviously not everyday thing, but. How often do you generally see people get the IV supplementation? Um, so again, that varies based upon what's going on in their life and what symptoms they have. You know, I personally, for example, for myself, I'll use a, a protocol where every four to six months I'll give myself a booster of an infusion um, just to optimize what I have in my body. 
and then during the course of the uh, week, the month, I'll supplement with oral um, vitamins and, and other nutrients. Um, and then if I feel like something is coming up, if I feel like a flare of symptoms of either fatigue, um, weakness, uh, if I feel like I'm having GI issues, um, then I'll give myself an additional booster. Is there any other possible, um, some people do uh, get a bit scared about, you know, getting just injection period. Mm-hmm. Are there possible side effects that you may be experiencing from supplementing ginger IV? Of course, yeah. So, you know, obviously that's why it's important to go to a reputable place because if you take too much of it or get it too quickly, there are certainly, you know, symptoms that can develop that you want to try and avoid. So uh, the emphasis on that definitely has to be to go to a reputable place and get make sure you use good and high-level quality products. Sure, that makes sense. And so you, you mentioned earlier, obviously, I mean, I think in medicine or most things, you want to try to get to the root cause of an issue and figure out, okay, what's in this case, what exactly is low, what exactly is, you know, what exactly are you deficient in that may be causing some of your symptoms, right? So if you're doing some of that testing, does that then mean that this would be covered by insurance in some instances or? So yes, uh, I mean, yes and no, you know, insurance is always uh, a pain of all of our existence. Fun times. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So... There are certain things and diagnose, you know, certain tests that are covered, certain uh, treatments that are covered, um, and then there are certain that, unfortunately, the insurance companies deem not to be uh, medically necessary, and as a result, they do not cover. So it's hard to give one answer yeah, of course. to fit all questions, but I think the way to approach it is speak to your healthcare provider, um, as well as your uh, uh, consult with your pharmacist see which products they recommend based on the symptoms, you know, with your healthcare provider or your physician, speak to them about your symptoms, and they can try and obviously come up with a, a diagnostic protocol that can help determine what the root cause is um, and see if it can be covered by your insurance, um, and if not, look for a more, the most cost-effective way to diagnose what's happening and then treat what's going on. So that's, that's actually what I was going to ask next. If someone, you know, in this conversation, if it res- uh, resonates, is the word I was looking for, if it resonates with them, um, you know, they want to learn more, what would the next steps be? How can they reach out to you? What would they, yeah, you, know? you know? I think, obviously, you know, now, you know, uh, in 2021, everyone's first source for information is the internet. Yeah. <laughs> and there are some good reputable um, sites that you can go to and, and get some at least basic information. I think that from there, uh, it's, Good to always speak to a licensed healthcare provider, someone who's spent time studying not just general medicine, but a specific niche of medicine, which is you know, nutrient supplementation, um, performance optimization, um, and get some feedback from them, see what kind of testing they can do, see what kind of treatments they recommend. And then also, you know, from a, a day-to-day basis, speak to a reputable pharmacist and then um, uh, speak to them about what type of uh, products they have, what they recommend. Um, and then once you feel like you have enough information, you can then help tailor a treatment protocol that fits best for yourself along with your physician and your pharmacist. Sure, that makes sense. Um, yeah, thank you so much, Dr. Sai, for having us at your office here today. Are there any other last-minute thoughts on the IV therapy you have or last other questions or anything like that, James? Or? I mean, uh, you know, definitely, as doctor mentioned, the quality is number one. Also, definitely talk to the most reputable 
sources, you know, from of your healthcare, not just from the internet. A lot of times we get that a lot. Sure. So that's what's the most important. Google doctor. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know, definitely, you know, you can get some basic information from there. Um, and then you can use that to help fine tune, you know, your questions and your um, decision making process when you speak to your physician or your pharmacy. Sure, of course. And I think to add on to that, you know, the way I see it is we're all unique. You know, like, yes, of course, there are some protocols, and yes, there, of course, are some things that may impact a lot of people, but ultimately, talking to a qualified professional and getting some of that, you know, you know whether the testing you mentioned or other things, and to specifically say, okay, this is what's going on with you, even if you saw, you know, broadly, maybe some of these things might be relevant on, you know, the internet, too, and that kind of stuff. Always having those conversations uh, can help get a, a more positive outcome, I'd say. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Desai, and we'll uh, see you next time. Sounds good. Thank you.